This ASAP video is brought to you by Pit Shark Strength Training Equipment. We've visited all of the top strength complexes in the U.S. Pit Shark is everywhere. Check them out at loadthebar.com. This is Ed Sicali with Athletic Strength and Power Podcasts. Columbia, South Carolina today. That's Gamecock country. Strength training. We're talking it all with Coach Jeff Dillman. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Awesome, man. Hey, thanks for having me on again, brother. This is awesome. You know, like I've told, uh, uh, there's only been a few others that have uh, actually been able to do two podcasts with us. And, uh, you know, that means you have to have a real good performance on the first one to, to get the second invite and make us come all the way back down here to find you. Wow, welcome man, back. That's, uh, that's unbelievable. I tell you, man, I appreciate this opportunity, man. It's really good to be able to share, you know, my knowledge and my truth about you know, things that, that I've done over my time. And like I tell everybody, Ed, you're probably smarter than me. Everybody out there is probably smarter than me. But 18 years of mistakes and 18 years of questions has got me where I am today. You know, you got that bubble gum on, uh, that big container of bubble gum on, with the big uh, Gamecock on there. And uh, you know that I've already grabbed a couple pieces for the road. But I, I really like that idea of going back. We talked about this last time I was here, but it's part of your relationship building. It is. And you know what? It got you back in the office, didn't it? It worked very well. It works real well. And, I, you know, uh, like you said, players come in here and they, they feel comfortable. They throw their keys in your drawer. And what would you say? This office is your office kind of thing. Yeah, you know, and it, they need to – They need. it's a culture thing. Everything in culture is this. You know, it's about building relationships with these players on a whole nother level because – Again, the old saying is, and you know this, everybody's heard it. They don't want to care how much you know. They want to know that you care about them. They want to know that you care about them. If you care about them, you can do anything with them. And they know that you're looking after them and you're looking after their well-being and you're, you're trying to take them to the next level. You know, Coach, uh, you're getting ready to uh, – you're entering your third year here now at South Carolina. Yes, sir. And uh, we saw you a couple years ago, the last two summers, but we did uh, – a podcast earlier and, and you were just getting your feet wet now you've got the anchor set in how do you like it oh loving it we got a great great group of kids the coaching staff's done a phenomenal job upstairs of finding some good talent we i mean we had about five thousand student athletes uh come to our camps and uh, was on campus during camps this year and you know that's that's the goal the goal is to get them on campus once you get them on campus we can evaluate them uh, you know, and that's what it's all about, evaluating talent and find out what fits the mold we're looking for, and, and then we go with it. And the coaching staff's done a phenomenal job, you know, not only of uh, finding talent, but also of, uh, you know, doing a great job of teaching them. You know, and that's another thing, too, that we talk about is not only be just a coach, be a teacher. You know, uh, I'm, I'm learning a ton of stuff already since I've been here. I've been here about an hour with you. One thing I did not know is about the uh – and you see from time to time on ESPN a little blurbs about the App State win over Michigan. I didn't know that you were with App State. Oh, wow, yeah. So Tell us I, a little bit about I, that. I've been, you know, in my career and, you know, in strength condition, I've been very blessed to be around some great coaches. And, you know, Jerry Moore was one of them. He was, he was phenomenal. I love that man. He's like a father. And he's been good to me and my family from day one. And, you know, I, I played for Coach Moore, and I went back and worked for him back in – you know, 06, 07, and 08, and then left in 09 to go to IMG Academies. But, um, yeah, very fortunate to be a part of a staff that did a great job of teaching young men to, to strain and, and to push hard and work hard. And, you know, it, it, the end result is, you know, three national championships in a row and to beat Michigan. I mean, it was, 
you know, the guys believed. And that's the most important thing is they had confidence, they believed, and the preparation that we did was really well done, well played by the coaches upstairs. You know, here at South Carolina, you're not leaving any stones unturned. You're, you're like going for every little thing. I, you talked about calf raises today on that uh, Kaiser machine you were showing us. I mean, you're doing a lot of hip mobility. What was the thing that with the inner, the, uh, inner rotation? It's called the Rotex. Yeah. Dr. Joe Lacoste, he, he you know, came up with the, you know, the Rotex, which works the internal rotators really awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, can, I, I only did a few little repetitions on there, but you can actually feel it, what it does to your, you know, as far as your hips and getting them stretched out and everything. Yes, sir. And, you know, we do a lot of things, you know, uh, a lot of things unorthodox from college. At the same time, my time three years in the private sector at IMG Academies, I learned a lot of some great people. Um, Lawrence Seagrave being one of them. And, you know, he uh, put me in contact with a lot of people in the business. And, you know, you, you just got to gotta do what works for you. You know, I tell people all the time, do what works, save the rest for clinic talks. And, you know what, do what works for you. Because what works for you may not work for someone else. You know, everybody's saying, well, they do it this way at this place. They do it this way at this place. Well, you know what, I'm going to tell you my truth. And it's just my truth. It's not the end all to be all. And everybody has their truth out there and what works for them. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you do. You get your athletes to their goals as fast as possible and keep them there you know and 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 keep them healthy that's the most important thing that that we do that's in our business you know we got to get away from this we're power lifters we're olympic lifters we're bodybuilders we're functional lifters we got to get into all right we're training football players okay so the goal of football player is you know have a lot of speed and power but also stay healthy most important thing is stay healthy this is kind of our truth and how we do things to stay healthy Uh, shift into some actual training talk you know if i'm a coach i'm looking at posterior chain development and trying to work that region what are some of the you know if i'm a high school coach out there or or an up-and-coming strength coach in college what are some of the things i got to look for for posterior chain development well the thing if you look at posture and you look at hand placement so you have an athlete stand straight up and you look at them from the side look where the thumb position is if their thumb position is right beside their hip you know they have good posture you know posture is power it's all about you know a lot of shoulder injuries come from too many people press all the time. They do too much front side dominant stuff. We tell players when they come here and I talk to them, I said, what you see in the mirror gets you a girlfriend. You know, what you don't see in the mirror makes you a good football player. Uh, a lot of people misunderstand that. They don't. They think they get their bench press stronger, they have to bench press more. Well, it's not just bench pressing. You got to get that back work in, you know, and you got to keep your shoulders healthy. You know, the way, the way we coach in our weight room and the way we teach, it's not just coaches teaching. I don't like to say coach anymore because – there's too many people out there that call themselves coaches that actually don't teach, and the athletes don't learn from it. Basically, we teach simple better here. I use terms as if God bench presses, so you feeling your shoulders? Yes, you're doing it wrong. You know, when you're doing your squats, you feeling your back? Yes, you're doing it wrong. You feel your knees? You're doing it wrong. So we give them cues to keep them, give them to feel it right. You know, what we do is we look at our guys, and most people want to talk over our athletes' heads and give these terms and stuff that the athletes don't have a clue what they mean. Keep it simple. Why are we making things so hard? It, the reason why people don't want to teach simple nowadays is because simple is harder to teach. Now you don't have an excuse. But if you make it difficult, now you have all the excuses in the world why your athletes didn't understand it. So basically what we do is we do, do simple better around here, and we just keep it simple. But with the backside stuff, you know, to go back to it, you know, and I'm dancing around your question a little bit. You know, we do a lot of, we do a lot of hammer bat rows, um, a lot of, 
different you know rotator cuff work with the guys a lot of band rows a lot of dumbbell rows you know we work that upper trap we work that mid trap that lower trap we don't work the upper trap as much because most people dominate that upper trap and by doing that it elevates our humeral head and it puts it in a bad position you can have some shoulder issues from that you know i could take an athlete right now that has shoulder pain and if his pecs are tight and his upper traps tight i can relax that and take the pain away right away Coach, am I wrong, but have you changed and uh, kind of fidgeted your training week since the last time? Yeah, we have we have a lot. You know, we're we're four day a week, four day split program. We run four days, and then Wednesdays are off day. And the guys may come in and you know do yoga poses, may come in and get extra work on Wednesdays. Today's an off day right now, and we've got about seventy percent of the team that's already gotten in since six a.m. this morning. So, um, you know, that's the culture you got to build. The culture you got to build is a culture of, of learning and teaching. And so the athletes are willing to come in at any time. And, you know, I kind of I talked about this last time. The weight room is like the barbershop theory. Barbershop theory is this. You know, people go to the barbershop. Why do you go to the barbershop? You go get a good haircut, right? So also, when you're there, you're going to have great conversation. So these guys know that when they come into the barbershop, they come into the weight room, they got a good product, they're going to get better, we're going to work them hard. But also, you know what, we're going to have great conversations. And then our nutritionist, our director of football nutrition, Kristen Coggin, is a game changer, by the way. She is unbelievable and she you know we have breakfast and lunch for the guys here and they always got snacks here waiting on them gatorade water all the time we're always pushing hydration with the guys and you know that's the kind of culture that you have to build you know in order to be successful you know in this business is the culture of more now we understand that as we get older or wiser i don't like to say older that's a bad word because if you didn't know your age you know how old would you be i like to say wiser it's not harder it's smarter so once you get the guys so if the guys are going for you, you say you don't have to say giddy up to them you just gotta say whoa you gotta slow them down and you gotta teach them and do simple better and then uh, also since i've been here last you've added a pilates machine there's two now yeah, we got two Pilates pieces. Picked it up from a great friend of mine, Coach Cochran at Alabama, and you know one of their punters, J.K. Scott, who's phenomenal. You know, a phenomenal specialist, and you know we've cleaned up a lot of posture issues with our athletes using the Pilates. And now we've got guys that almost had to take a Pilates piece with me on the road, so we have to use bands to do the Pilates movements because these athletes believe in it and it opens their hips up and gets them feeling really good, ready to play. Even though I'm a little uh, – I'm not older, I'm, I'm a little wiser now. And I'm, That's right. From talking to people like you, always getting tips. What are some of the rep ranges I should use for my – you know, some of the lifts I'm doing? What are some of the rep ranges that's kind of changed over the last 15 years and it's – a little different now. Right. Well, we'll do some volume training early on. And then once we, you know, hit higher volume, you know, you know, on your auxiliary lifts, we always hit some volume in there. Mm-hmm. I love doing high volume presses with dumbbells because it works shoulder stability. If you work light um, and then work your way, gradually work up, it works that stability in the shoulder. And most people don't do that. Controlling the push in the pool. You know, we, we tell all our athletes in here to own every part of a movement, but most of our rep ranges, we'll do a 10A642 for about two to three weeks, and then we'll work down to fives, triples, doubles, and singles. And most important thing is you want to get your athletes to power as fast as possible. You know, um, get them to power, keep them at power as fast as possible. And then if you got to go back and do strength to get them to catch up in certain areas, you know, whatever body part's struggling, then you can do that. But, you know, we're always trying to get – our goal is to get to power as fast as possible because that's, that's football. You know, uh, it won't be long, Coach, until you – uh, actually move out of the facility we're in now there's some there's some construction going on uh, what are the uh, future South Carolina Gamecocks uh, have to look forward to as far as their training center oh man it's going to be unbelievable so the only piece we're missing now we've got a brand new 
dorms, you know, got a new academics. We got new everything except operations. So now we got to build a brand new 110,000 square foot football operations facility. And within that, we're going to have, you know, about a 28 to 30,000 square foot weight room with a second mezzanine area up top for cardio pieces and some selectorized stuff up there. Um, and down low, we'll have 20 cage and a half racks that Sornex are customizing for us. And Burton Richard Sorner are graduates from South Carolina and both, uh, you know, were involved in track and field here. And, you know, I've reached out to those guys and they're going to really build me something special for the new facility. But we'll, we'll have a total of 40 workstations in the new facility, not including all the Kaiser pieces and hammerback pieces and dumbbells. And, you know, we'll have every little tool that you need to be successful you know and heck i could be successful like we're at app state in a little three thousand square foot weight room like we were it doesn't matter how it looks but you know we got bells and whistles for recruits at the end of the day that's what you're doing you're getting all these bells and whistles for recruits and i tell them the same thing when they come in here but i don't give a crap about bells and whistles it's how you use it you know i've seen people with the nicest weight room in the country that physically get get beat you know we're going to use the heck out of it but these kids work extremely hard and they're going to be grateful for what they have and Within that facility, they also have a nutrition area in the weight room for recovery and a nutrition area outside the locker room so they can pick their breakfast, lunch up for the day and be able to get snacks and all that stuff. And, you know, it's going to be a one-stop shop. We'll have cafeteria upstairs, you know, all the meeting rooms, all the coaches. Everything's going to be a one-stop shop. Practice fields are going to be right outside the weight room. i got three garage doors that lift up to the outside of practice field. we got an indoor facility right next door. And then other thing, too, is the players are able to park right next to the facility and walk right into the side entrance. So it's, it's, it's going to be a game changer. Really looking forward to it. And, you know, now there's no excuse here at the University of South Carolina. The thing is when athletes show up on campus – First thing they say is, wow, I didn't know this was here. So anybody out there listening, any recruit out there listening, anybody listening, you know what, give, give South Carolina a shot. Come check out what we're about. And, you know, it's about being on campus. Come see what we're about and see the staff we have and the kind of environment and culture that we have here from, a, you know, not only is it faith family football, that's kind of how we do things. Plenty of visitor parking because I'm going to have to come back, Coach. <laughs> yeah, you're always welcome, Ed. I, I mean, appreciate you. I mean, uh, you know, and when's that going to be completed? Uh, we'll be done in December, but we'll move in in January after the season. You know, it looks like we're going to have to come back down for another one and to find out about this new place that's going up. And, oh, one thing before we go, though, uh, this whole nutrition thing, and you have you touched on the, on your nutritionist and everything, but if you could uh, tell us how that all is really changing, and it's, it's another game changer for you, the nutrition change. It, it really is. You know, from year one to year two, year one after year one, we hired um, Joey Blake ended up becoming the nutritionist for the uh, L.A. Rams. And then uh, Kristen Coggan, who is our director of football nutrition, who's about to be the director of nutrition here and take over. And she's redesigning everything from a nutrition piece in the whole athletic department. You know, we're hiring executive chefs, uh, sous chefs, you know, culinary interns, a lot more um, nutritionists to uh, help you know, these young athletes get better. And at the end of the day, this is what she says. She said, you can't out-train bad nutrition. And that's why you have to have someone that truly is passionate about nutrition. And, and it's about performance nutrition. It's not clinical. So most people get that confused. Clinical is just like you deal with at the hospital. Performance is about, in football, they got to be fueled for the fourth quarter. So, again, you're not going to give them kale. You're not going to give them lean meat all the time you know you gotta let them you know get get a little cheat meal every once in a while but at the same time you're educating them on performing for four quarters and fueling the body and you know again what you put in is what you get out but at the same time performance versus clinical and that's that's the route we're going we're we're about performance nutrition because it's about performance it's about these guys performing at a high level at all times wow 
It's always about getting a little education, talking to Coach Jeff Dillman, South Carolina Gamecocks. He's really involved with the total aspect of the athlete here at South Carolina, but when you go back to the basic titles, the head strength and conditioning coach for the Gamecock football squad. Coach, uh, once again, we really appreciate you spending some time with us and uh, talking training, talking uh, relationship building, talking about your new facility. Ed, my pleasure, man. Thanks a lot everything, brother. Appreciate you.